There's four of us, just four of us. Look closely, you will see. There's four of us. Is that is that copyright? I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> and then we've got Andrews here. He's the DM. He makes the rules. <laughs> and we've got John. He's also here. And he does the voices very dear. And he got Doug. That's over here. I'm trying to impersonate that fucking crow thing. <laughs> and and lastly, then you got Josh who likes to read rules and yell at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Hello, everyone. Now that you've gone through the intro, welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear, yeah. Ghosts of Gaunt Grim. Welcome and sorry. Episode five. He put that pause there in case he needed to cut the original part. No, I'm keeping that. <laughs> this is being released on the 30th of December. Did everyone have a good Christmas season? No. I did. Sadly, my, my dear sister could not be with us for the first time in my waking life because oh, no. she was at a wedding in India. Oh, no. I, I got told to bring one Christmas ornament and one Christmas ornament only at the very least. So I went out and bought a Grinch saying that he's cuddly as a cactus. And, and that's my contribution I'm to my Christmas party. as a cactus. Yes. You have termites in your smile. <laughs> and thank you, Doug, for these amazing gifts you've given us all. Yes, you're welcome. You, for very someone thoughtful. who hates Christmas, you're very thoughtful and given us all wonderful gifts. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you all enjoyed them. Can you hear mine? <laughs> yeah, you got, Doug, you got John a, a keychain that goes around your neck. Yeah, with, it has a dice holder. With a dice holder. holder on it. To hold a D20. Cool. Yeah. Totemistic D20. Yes. You can take that with you while you're away. I can. And have Fintock in your heart. Mm -hmm. Correct. Your D20 that you always roll. Yeah. And I got a nice little plaque of break in case of emergency and it's like a set of d20 yeah break in case of dungeons and dragons yeah, yeah. which i'll be smashing my fist into every two weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit i need every shit, glass I need dice. Fucking... and lastly what did you get josh absolutely nothing you serious i got little mushroom dice filled with mushrooms oh a little mushroom dice Ooh, I, like mushrooms. Little mushrooms. I thought that were pretty cute i thought yeah josh would like these i like mushrooms very much Thank you, Doug. <laughs> is, is anyone getting nostalgic about the campaign now that we're in the last season of it? Nah, not really. No? Nah. Well, I might now. If you ask me to, I will. I'm nostalgic <laughs> about campaigning outside of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This entire campaign on the show has taken place inside the mountain. Yeah. On the show, yes, but in our home campaign, which is this... This is an extension of. Yeah. We had a good year of not mountain. Yes. Yes. I had a character that didn't have dark vision and it didn't affect him. No, it didn't matter. No. Unless you were in a crypt. Yeah. But even Which you were crypt. when we met you. Yeah. So, so yes, known. this is the final season of our campaign. I told all of you that the campaign will go to the 10th level. Yes. And here we are at level eight. Isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. two levels left. Yep, and then what's the next milestone? You think? Uh, I reckon we'll hit the next milestone by the end of this episode, won't we, Andrew? <laughs> I'm giving them little winks across the table. If you're willing to pass seven days of downtime in any nice, quick time, then maybe. Yeah. Not freaking arguing about what you want to do for if an you're episode. Very good. I'll give you a level for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, best Christmas present ever. You didn't. You didn't pick up to the fact that last episode you all have inspiration coins sitting in front of you. Yeah, oh. I, I, I realize because I sit it right there and I'm looking directly at it, but I need to put it on my dice tray. So that's gone because oh. you didn't use it? Bye. 
But here's another one. Yay. Hey. 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 Merry Christmas, fuckers. <laughs> you knew exactly what to get me. Doug, do you enjoy New Year's more than Christmas? Yeah, do I, I, I work pretty much every New Year's for the last three or four years. But yeah, I, New Year's is fun. That's because I am an alcoholic. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't hate... Oh, hello, Doug. I don't hate holidays and I don't hate Christmas. I, I just have reasons for not liking it. Fair enough. And yeah. we won't go into those reasons. Yes. Josh. It's because when he was a child... I dressed up as Santa Claus <laughs> and died in the chimney. <laughs> and that was how you found out that Santa Claus was not real. It was when I died Remember in the that chimney. time that yeah. you thought you saw Santa Claus? It was me, Doug. <laughs> it was me, Doug. I went back in time and died. All right. My last act. To, because I resent you for disliking Christmas, that when I'm an old man and time travel exists, I will use my dying breath to teleport back into time <laughs> and die in your chimney in a Santa costume, thus making you hate Christmas. <laughs> so it's a, 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 a loop. To traumatize him forever. Yes. It's like a looper mixed with gremlins. Yes. Mixed with uh, Honey, I Scared the Shit Out of the Kids. Yes. Yes, that is the title. <laughs> Working title. They had to come, Disney had to dumb it down a bit. Yes. So we started this campaign, as a, well, I started it, as a Halloween one-shot back in October. <coughs> I was there. Shut up. <laughs> A Halloween one-shot back in October 2019. It was my first time as a DM, and it was for my neighbor's group, Dungeons and Dragons group that I was in. We were playing Out of the Abyss, yep. which is what my neighbor was running. And that's where I met Josh, who was a friend of this person. And still am. Still, yeah, still am. Don't know and you, but I am. <laughs> another friend and another friend's brother. We're all playing Out of the Abyss. That was about three years ago now. Yep. Yep. Session one of the Neverwinter campaign, as we're calling it, began officially in January 2020. And we've been playing fortnightly since then. Mm -hmm. Doug, I think you joined in June? Yeah. yeah no. A bit later than that, I think. Earlier. Earlier? Because you played uh, one shot we did over when we had the lockdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. So during, uh, during the lockdown in March I 2020. Should, I should say, just before the lockdown began, I came in... For one session. For one session. And then the lockdown began. Yeah. And then we played online. For about and six when, weeks online. For about six weeks. And that's when you when Doug showed up. Yes. Correct. So any, you only played the... Yeah. Anyway, we'll, I'll, cut, I'll cut you out of that conversation, Doug. Because <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> and now Andrew's going to play a little segment of that online game because he recorded the whole thing. Here it is. Speaking of that, speaking of that, that was the first time I recorded a game. And after we all got back in person, I asked everyone if I could record it on the laptop because it was very useful to listen to the sessions as a form of notes. I didn't have to keep writing notes during the session. I could just listen to it again. So the quality was really bad, but it was enough for me to pick up, you know, what happened. Anyway, I started editing that into an episode that I could listen to, but also I started giving it to the players and they enjoyed it somewhat. Maybe, yeah, maybe didn't even listen. No, it was good because um, I, th I think it was there was a the recap of us in the cathedral. Yeah, was my introduction. It was really good, and then the second one that he released was like a like an outtakes of the best parts of another the goblin run. The goblin run, yeah, which was like an it was it was a one shot, but it was still continuing from the main campaign. So it was just offbeat. Imagine how lucky it is for all of us. 
how I feel and all of you feel, I'm sure, is to have a complete audio record of almost an entire D&D campaign that we can listen to, you know, for the rest of our miserable lives. We need to, we need to put that Goblin one up. Like, it's not, I can't. it's not at the quality where we can put it as part of the show, but maybe we could slide it into Patreon as a... No, it's, we can't because of one specific thing, which is we didn't have headphones at that time and I was playing licensed music on uh, the TV yeah, okay. and you can hear the licensed music coming yeah. through the background. So was, although I can cut out a little bit, it might, you know, it's got Lord of the Rings music playing and jazz I found off, yeah. off YouTube. Yeah, bebop music. And yeah, exactly. One day I'll sit down and transcribe and re- re- redo the it entire thing. And do everyone's text. voices. Yeah. 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 Anyway, in December 2020, I bought a whole bunch of audio equipment for my own Christmas present to myself. And at the start... <laughs> For myself, a thousand dollars to me. <laughs> to me. And then, yeah, I had to find people to play it with. I already had a captive audience at the table. So in January 2021, we started recording it properly, and it wasn't until April that I floated the idea of making a public podcast. <laughs> I floated an idea. Me? No, I'm saying I, I floated the idea of Josh. Did you putting it out? When? Making it public. You're like, oh, no one wants to hear a bunch of hear yes. us play. That's what, that was true. So Josh mentioned it and I said, blah, 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 no one wants to hear us play. But <laughs> while listening to us play, it got to a point in April where I think, hey, maybe Josh is, right. fun. Josh is right. This is oh, sa- careful. Don't say that too much. <laughs> this is sounding something that could be listenable to from an audience. So that's when, that's why our campaign episode one starts in the middle of a uh, group. Basically, you don't have any idea who the characters are. We had to go back uh, and record an intro. I think even the first few times that we actually had it, like where all of us, you know, you kind of pitched it as being like, well, yeah. I've got the equipment. Should we do it? And then we're like, all right, we'll do a few and then we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And I think even despite any minor disappointments that it wasn't an immediate success. Look at us now. Look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just stu- we stuck with it because it was it was nice. It's nice having it there. Yeah. I, Tens of listeners. That's, I, a, that's a word for it, given the amount of work that you have to put in. The yeah. amount of work I have to put in is obviously a labor of love in editing and all this. Like it's something that we can appreciate, yeah. you know? But it doesn't matter if anyone doesn't listen. We've got it to listen to. We yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, we back, enjoy it. Back then, I would doodle willingly yes. for my own pleasure. Those <laughs> were the good old days. Now you have to doodle Now you my... pleasure everyone else. Yeah, now you have to doodle for work. Yeah, yeah. doodle. <laughs> pleasure. Pretty sure there's a word for that. So anyway, it got me feeling very nostalgic considering this is our last season for reasons why we will later on discuss, disclose, but let's just enjoy it now. The campaign will go to level 10. We're level eight. We're reaching the pinnacle. What do you think about last week's episode? I know what I think about it. How about you, John? It was loud. (laughs) It was very loud. Everyone was shouting into the microphone. Yeah, it was quite verbose. And there was four of us. There just was four, four of us. us, just four of us, and the NPCs, mm. which Josh had a jolly good time playing. Yeah, I had Fog. fun playing Fog. Fucking good time. <laughs> yeah, as Krez, if you want to leave the safety of the temple and go off, you know, doing some downtime alone. It'll be yeah. more than just Duergar to contend with. You got to roll. I ha- I couldn't just let you do it because yeah, you're yeah. leaving the safety. I, I'm well aware that I was I was putting myself in danger. So I have to roll random encounters rather than just deciding you're safe. Yeah. I'll just see. Let's see if he is safe. 
And the first time, you were safe. You got a 25. Yeah. Then you got a five, which was under the threshold for an encounter, which is seven pierces, almost maximum amount. That's pretty hot. Which might have killed you if you were alone. Because what healthy, what are you sitting on? Uh, not including my armor, 35. 35? That's your maximum? What have you got now? So HP, so not including my temporary hit points. Yeah, yeah. I've got 35 hit points. That's your maximum hit points? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So that's the hit points he has left. But then if no, I was a... saying that's his maximum. No, my maximum is 58. Oh, well, I was asking. Mm, I've got 30, 35. And no, this is... I'm but if I, if I was alone, no, I would have... I would have... Asking the same question to Doug a few times before I get the answer, that's all. Yeah. But if I was alone, I would have popped armor well and truly at the start. And then it would have been a bit different. But still, yeah, fair yes. enough. Yeah, to be honest. I wanted to try to, something on, different. To, in Doug's favor, in that particular scenario, if he just turns on arms of Hadar and makes them swarm him, they probably just kill themselves in two rounds. Yeah. 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 They would. They would. Anyway, what else happened in that episode? Tobias, you're back in the I'm temple. I'm making some Pushans. Pushans. Yeah. It's pronounced Poteon. Oh, I had a vision of a child. Krezis had a vision of a child before you left. Yep. Like Arwen from Lord of the Rings. Yes. The child yep. she not. does have or will about will, will have with Aragorn. I don't think that's what it was, but like Terminator. What? Moving on. What? Fintok, you decided to what were you doing? You were talking with Maximus. You got some great information. Yes, I learned about drow culture and... Not, sorry, Duogar culture. I know enough about drow culture. <laughs> I learned about Duogar culture and I learned that I should have just taken Nemo's stuff. That's what I learned. That's so sad. Fintox had a lot of drow culture, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's quite cultured. Yes. Although she was a bit of a freak in drow terms. So... Yeah, he fully immersed himself in drow Anastasia, culture. Anastasia, Maximus... Could just say he fully immersed himself in drow. <laughs> Anastasia and Maximus are back at the temple. One is researching. I'm not sure what Maximus is doing. Probably just milling around. And the three of you, Fug, Krezis, and Fintok, are out adventuring. But not really. You're going straight to the Temple of Dagmaran after this little fight, which we'll get back to. Here it is. Episode 5 will begin, and the music is playing us in. You can't do that every time, Doug. I collect my crossbow bolts with a sneer on my face. These look like good eating. I'm going to collect them. No, they don't. Incorrect. Overruled. But you may eat them if you wish. Yes. 
tasty. We haven't had meat for three stinking days. I'm going to dry half of them out and make some jerky, and the others I'm going to make a stew if you want some. I'll, I'll think about it. You know, Krez, you're actually quite lucky. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but sure. You should see what these things are like when they're fully grown. Ah. Uh, Chris, you're covered in bites. They get bigger. They get bigger. They get way bigger. Oh, I wonder how much meat is on them. An awful lot. Takes a lot to take them down. I've almost been eaten alive by these about three times in the past month. I bet they're fun to hit. Is it it like, you know how puppies have sharper teeth? Is it the same? No. No? No. Okay. At least these don't have tentacles. If you find one, let me know. You'll know. You'll know. Yes. The tentacle spectral disappears. Because it has been one minute. And what do you do? Do you keep going to the house of Doug Marin? You're yes. not. You need a rest. Short rest, at least. Well, we can rest there. Rest in the library. All yeah. right. You travel. It's not too far away. Yeah. You almost got there. You're just weaving through the tabernacle. And you arrive back at the house of Doug Marin. And I believe you're doing some research. Are yes. all three of you doing research? I'm doing research, yes. I'm going to take a, a bit of time to find all of the picture books for Fug, because he's well and truly deserves them. Yeah, I'll find one with ropers in it. Yeah. And then I, um, I'm i going to try and find information on that word that appeared in my dream. Lux, what is it? Lux, Lux, oh my god. Luxon. Luxon. Luskin. 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 Not Luskin, that's an alien species from Farscape, sorry. Yeah, it is. Luskin. I like Farscape. Anyway. You too. Okay, Fintok, are you doing research? I am. What are you looking for? I'm researching the histories of dwarf kings. I want to see what makes a good dwarf king. Oh, good. Rather pious of you, or dwarvish of you. Yeah. All right. I want to see what good steps to take, you know what I mean? Like Fintok can give me a little bit of history or investigation. Dummies, dummies how-to guide. And Krezis, you can also give me a day's worth of investigation. Dummy's guide to being a short king. Or history. I'm pretty sure they're both shit anyway. I know they are. Don't forget you've got inspiration. Oh, I can't use it. You've already rolled. I already rolled. That's that's how we do things. I'm going to burn my inspiration. Doug has learned. So he may roll twice and take the better result. Ten. Ten. Pintock? Five. Oh. Unfortunately, your eight I help too. <laughs> Unfortunately, your eight hours of research come up with not a lot. I'll give. Can can Fug roll to find picture books? Sure, <laughs> Krez, you can. You got a ten, and you do see. Got a two. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Actually, it was a three. No, oh, much better. So you're like <laughs> Fug, smarter than me. You piece together, Fug. You just piece it together like. You think it's a creature or an image or something, but it could just be rubbish. Just yeah. burnt. It's a burn mark. Yo, look at the legs on that one. Krezis, <laughs> <laughs> you find mentions of Luskin, but just in passing. You know it's to the north of Neverwinter, near the big mountain ranges to the north. So I've enough to know that it's a town. It's a city, yeah. A city. And it's near the spine of the world to the north. Oh, yeah. So... You're in quite the northern area of the Sword Coast now, and Neverwinter is called Neverwinter because its river and lake doesn't freeze. So it's, it's getting the glacial waters from the, the north, but it doesn't freeze over. That's why it's such a good port. Whereas Luskin can freeze over for months, and it's not really a, 
They do a lot of trading, but quite ironic that Neverwinter is currently held by Never yes. Ember. Yes. Mm. I was actually thinking of when I was doing my flashback that I'd, on my story that I wasn't going to tell, Luskin was one of the options for a, for a place. Mm. Why didn't you choose that? I don't remember. <laughs> From my berating of yes. you. So, unfortunately, it doesn't give you a lot. Just a, the fact that what it is is a town and where it's located. You, yeah, you find thing. out it's real. Yeah. But you don't find a thing on, like, the history of Luskin. You didn't find that. You just saw it referenced in a list of settlements. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Do you travel back? Or are you sleeping here? You keep asking that. I think we're going to travel back. All right. Um, I travel back feeling defeated. Should we grab some books on the way? I'll bring some of the books that I couldn't make head nor tail of. And <laughs> bring them back with me. I'll, I'll take the... Well, at that point, you're just bringing back a rubbish Fintok because it takes <laughs> hours to identify, you know. You can stay here and research, but taking things back just takes a while to find out what books are actually worth taking back. Oh, I don't mind then. You know what I mean? Okay. I might take back some of the books that were sort of the better ones of the Aboleth ones from the day prior. Yeah, just passing. They're no solid books. You're piecing together rubbish. Oh, mm. I wonder if there are any books that have that slime from the uh, that creature reader on it. They won't know because you're the one who searched for that, Gabias. Do we? I, I didn't find any at the time. I didn't find any books that had slime on them. You saw the slime on the bookshelf. But you yeah. don't know if it was looking at a particular book in that bookshelf. Oh. Should we should we take a, a quick short rest before we march back? Oh, definitely. I would recommend it. Yes, we'll do that. Please roll a short rest. Fug, you have some hit dice. Seven hit dice, D8. And it's plus three each time for your con, Fug. And we travel back. No, yeah, full health. Cool. I'll put him at full three, health. Three dice. Three dice, full health. Excellent. Just mark that down, but you probably won't need to play him. Anymore, because we are back. You know, I did know a tiefling once. Uh, his name was Terpsichore. He's a great big fat fella. He was from Luskin, actually. Luskin? He was a bard. And he also had a son who was pencil thin, who uh, we're pretty sure tried to kill his own father more than once in our camp. They didn't get on well, those two, but they still stayed together. What? <laughs> well, he, Fintok saw you looking for Luskin. But, um, you can ask Fintok. Do you know any, anything more about this, this Luskin? Fug says, We do lots of raiding around Luskin, but it's too cold for me. What's, what's over there? What is it? Well, they got ten towns. Sixteen. I can't count to ten, but I've heard it been referred to as that. Ten towns. It all freezes over. It's always winter up there. Yes, it'll be quite cold up that way, I imagine. Yes. Too cold for me. Fairly well. You've been to this town often. I've been there a few times, all a bunch of pirates. Humans. Yeah, that checks out. That starts to make a little bit more sense now that I think about it. Uh, were there kids there? There's kids everywhere in human settlements. Oh, well, that's a fair point. They're just running around in the open. Silly, even. Did the orcs not let their kids run around? No, it's dangerous. Do you not care that I knew a pink tiefling in... Well, you knew a pink Alaska. tiefling? Yeah. Terpsichore, he was a big, fat, pink tiefling. I have this written down here. It's in the crew <laughs> that, I ra that I ran with. 
I'm missed, not making this up. I missed the pink part. Go into more details again, my friend. Well, was, his name was Terpsichore. He was a great big fat tiefling bard. Uh, he had he had a scar on his neck where someone had tried to slit his throat, but they had only gotten into two of his six chins. And uh, he also had a son whose name was Ostacor, who was uh, equally pink but thin as a rake. And some in our party believed that he had done the throat slitting. Any daughters? I don't think he had daughters. I think he had some cousins that probably had some daughters. Can I roll a, um, a history check? For what, Dad? See if I can recall that as I try to recall the name. Those names? Yes. Terpsichore Ostacor. Like, I have made this up, but not right now. Yeah. This is ri- I wrote this weeks ago. No. <laughs> Dirty one. Yeah, because John just made it up. I know. <laughs> but he would have tried to think about it and see if it came to mind. Also. I know. I'm well aware. Yes, I know. I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, <clears throat> but he doesn't know that, so he's going to try and think about it. Yeah, of course, of course. Tobias, yeah. you're doing what? You're brewing health potions. This day, you're brewing health potions. Yes, of course. And um, any opportunity I get, I'm just trying to think of where I might find some magical items or any riches or something to bolster myself. You would know. That, hell, there could be magical items and valuables anywhere in Gauntlegrim. Anywhere that hasn't been raided by the Duragar or anything else, of course. The Hall of Kings was on the map. The seat of the governance of Gauntlegrim. The Slumber of Ancients, which is the hallowed crypts where they intern the dead. The Great Forge, of course, far below. There are lots of potentials for items that haven't been stolen already especially around the tabernacle and the temples you have visited so far a lot of it is damaged and stolen so um probably when i'm finished with the hill potion i might go see doran if he's willing to talk sure he has re-manifested you mean doolan doolan, doolan. Yes. i'm sorry great racist dead. not all dwarf names sound the same <laughs> uh doolan are you, are, you, are you up? Thief! <laughs> oh, this again. <laughs> I'm not doing that shtick every time. Kobias, you walk in where the plinths are and where you summon Dulan. And instead of touching the items, you say his name. Uh, Dulan, are you, are you there? And he materializes. Yes, I am here. Um, I have returned. My power is come back to me. That's good. I was wondering if I could sit and talk with you. You are always welcome to talk. Oh, okay. Uh, can I just sit on the steps here? Of course. Um, you know I told Fintok that the items were available to you, if you wish. Uh, he said that you would disappear, though. That is what will happen. And he did promise me to keep me around until the dwarven kin come back. Yeah, so I uh, I respect his decision, you know. It is good that you are friendly. It is good to see other races working in tandem to help restore my city. Yes. I mean, a good part of my training, I I have a mentor. 
His name is not far from yours. It's Dolan. And, uh... Well, he... He took me in when I lost everything. And I was quite angry at another race. I was angry with humans at the time. And, uh... The organization that he took me into works in a way that accepts people from anywhere and everywhere. And you quickly learn that there is not one particular type of dwarf, tiefling, or tabaxi, or elf. But um, we are unfortunately quite strict that only dwarves can become Solinor. Yes. But I am willing to break this tradition because we are in desperate times. Yeah. Yeah. And there will be plenty of dwarves to come. Well, they can have it then. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I I was actually hoping to learn a bit about you in the city. I have much to tell. So... Like, what's, what's your deal? What did you do here? And he looks wistfully off in the distance. <laughs> and what would you like to know, Kavias, over the hours this will... Sure. So I want to... I, I mean, genuinely, I just want to know what he did as, as one point and who he was and what his roles were and, you know, what was life like. What was life like in the city of Gauntelgrim? So he was a representative. He was a high Solinor of Moradin. So he led the temple... For this short time. I might actually invite Anastasia if she actually wants to come and listen as well. She's there. She's like always there researching, but she puts her book down and just listens quietly. And yeah, Dulan was the high Solinor. They led the temples in the tabernacle, by example, and blessings. They gave Mm. all the blessings and such like that to the mining. And this was in the more troubled years of Gondogrim leading up to the fall. Mm. Trouble was happening. There was lots of fighting with the orcs, especially. And they dealt with humans a lot. Humans came in to the city. The humans helped build the city. He instructs that the dwarves learnt to work with the elves, the Eladrin, the ancient Eladrin and the humans to build Gauntelgrim. Right. And then what were the orcs trying to fight over? The orcs amassed into a giant host that swept all over the, the coast and just decimated. So they were just out to, to take what they could. It was a huge orc marches. It was an army of orcs just mm. laying waste to everything that eventually led to the downfall. Of, of Gauntelgrim. Of Gauntelgrim. And then what, like asking him, what, getting a sense of what everyday life was like, what things were like around the city, what different areas were like, what their involvement was, just learning about. Yeah, it was, it was the height of the Delzoon's power. It was mm. their biggest kingdom. And so, like, because there'll be different areas, like the Hall of Kings and the Slumber of Ancients and the Tabernacle and all that. So learning about how those all interconnected, what life was like in those areas, what kind of took place. Learning about life before the collapse, because it's an interesting, he'll find it interesting. Kabais will find it interesting because he has, sees his tribe and his town as a place that existed before destruction from an outside force yeah and so it's interesting to learn about what it was like you know what kind of happiness or mentorship was around and then he'll go you know like you know he'll say you know thank you thank you i just i uh i thought it would be good to know what we're fighting to return to the dwarves 
and um, perhaps if you know of a good place for them to find this knowledge and recapture it, perhaps Anastasia might be able to hold on to this knowledge. If the kingdom of Delzun can be restored, then the entire region will be benefited by this. We traded with the great elven kingdoms mm. and the humans. Everyone benefited from our items and our craftsmanship. Right now, I and I tell him about Lord Neverember and what he's trying to do. I'll just be quite forthcoming and honest sure. with like, you know, everything that Neverember is trying to do and get his perspective on it and what he thinks about it all. If his heart is really in the right place, then it would be a grand gesture to give this city back to the dwarves. But if any trickery is behind it, then the gods will not smile upon him or treat him with favor. Mm. Yes. Well, hopefully, Time will the tell. dwarves being here already will sway that decision. Yeah, because you know Neverember's plan that he told you mm. was find Gorngrim, bring it back to me. Give and, me the credit. And I will get the credit. Yeah. But he will then give it to the dwarves. Mm. Which could be rather nice thing to do, but not really ulterior motive. You're not sure if it's malevolent. Yeah, or why not. does he want why is credit so important for him? Yeah. Why not just help the dwarves find yeah, it and then take credit for helping? Exactly. He wanted it to give to them. Yeah. Okay. Am and I then, am I hearing this conversation? No, I'm, I'm kind of standing there. Though. Oh, you're not here. We're, I'm, we're still I'm walking, walking back. I'm walking back. You're right. This is during the day, so we'll get to you next. Fintok, your downtime. So when we did my downtime, it was <laughs> meaningless. And then I, I'll talk about the items that that he's that he guards. Sure. So these items, uh, they're a part of your position. Yes, the bronze armor, and my helm, my warhammer, and of course the belt. Our, our personification of the Solenor, our likeness to Moradin. They are our instruments of power, and it is where my essence is held. Right. I assume there are other such similar artifacts out there. There may be. There are some temples that you have not entered before. I worry about if we look for other things to aid in our journey and what we're seeking to accomplish, that I might anger other spirits. And I'm looking for a way to respectfully acquire tools and, and magical uh, items to assist us. The woman before you, you had with you before, the knight, she was overcome by the ghosts, the vengeful spirits. There are many such vengeful spirits still within the city, you cannot guarantee your safety. Yeah. They are acting with violence and rage. Well, when it comes to us finding these artifacts, I would hope for maybe some guidance from you. One, where should I look? And two, what is the most respectful way that I can approach these items and acquire them for the aid of our mission? There may be such items in the Hall of Kings. The soldiers for the king carried such weapons of magical power to aid in the defense. But that was so long ago, I cannot guarantee that any still remain. 
they most likely would have been plundered. As for the items that are interred with the dead in the slumber of ancients, I respectively ask you do not plunder them, no matter how much you need them. Okay. They are to be respected for the dead. However, if you find any weapon you can take back from the Duragar, then that will help you. Okay. No, more or less, they have stolen many of these items. And uh, other places in the tabernacle that you would say may house items of uh, assistance or value? Some of the temples may still remain. They might have these items you seek. So maybe worthwhile. It is always worthwhile to restore the temples of the tabernacle. And, uh, well, I think it makes sense to respect the dead. But the Hall of Kings sounds like a good plan. Sure. Is there anything you'd like to know from me? I can mention that the Hall of Kings is a very large dungeon that will take many sessions to complete <laughs> and will perhaps span the course of the campaign <laughs> remaining. <laughs> <laughs> so not a quick in and out. It is unfortunate you did not go there first, otherwise that would have made up the majority of season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah good one. <laughs> yes, I'm just telling you guys, it's a big city, so a lot of the things you could have chosen that would have been rather extravagant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, my question is, is there anything he wants to know from me? Because, you know, this is like time travel for him. Sure. He would like to know just about where you guys came from and your team and how you got together. How did it, what did it mean for you to come together and work as a team, such eclectic group yeah. of races? So I'll, I'll tell him the story of, of, you know, the Halloween event that went wrong. And yes, from the very start. Uh, tell him about the Thanes and the cathedral and the... Yeah, like, everything you've the, encountered the up until this point. wizard that was scary and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. And we can go to Fintok for his... Downtime for this day. We already did our downtime. Yeah, we did our downtime. It we was failed. in the library. We yeah. failed. This is the night <laughs> of, failed. and you can go to sleep. Yep. And another day passes. Krizus will have another another quick little dream. Okay, hang on, hang on. And we fade out on another day within the tabernacle. The Temple of Moradin and Krizus. You stir in the night. He's back in that black world with the water up to his ankles. He sees the girl, but he sees another tiefling woman, just a red-skinned tiefling. And the two of them together, he has this feeling of joy and warmth. He, he recognises them, and they, they smile and wave for him to come over. He knows if he can just get to them, he'll remember. He'll figure it out. And he takes off. He runs towards them, and... He's just trying and trying and trying. And then mid-step, something catches his foot. And he looks down and there's a tentacle wrapped around his foot. And he is dragged through the water, into the water, down and down. And he looks up and the two figures stand over, a mournful look on their face as they disappear further. And then he, this feeling of cold washes over him as he... As he stumbles back awake. When you open your eyes, 
and Fug is standing over you. What's wrong this time? Not getting good sleep, Fug. Uh, you ever get that feeling you're being watched? Because I get that when I'm asleep. I don't know why. Can't think of why. Can you, Fug? Well, you keep making noise in your sleep. Yeah. He wakes even me up. Uh, that's a mission on its own, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, food's ready. <laughs> and you begin another morning. There are six days left. Everyone has to, like, pick out pincers from their food. <laughs> yeah, in the soup. You get, this, Fug said there's food ready, and you see this pot with these little stalactites just bobbing up and down. <laughs> the eyes are the best. They're like jelly. <laughs> He's sucking one on them. Uh, okay. Fug walks over and just stirring this pot. <laughs> Pierce stew. Mm-hmm. And it is another morning. I would like to ask you all, if it would please the table. No. All right. Cool. Do, you, do what you want. No, what were you saying? No, forget it. I'm assuming you're going to say, tell me what you're doing for days three, four, five, six, and seven. Yes, please. We're going to fast track this. If it, anything deviates into a little adventure, then we'll do that. But if you want to do downtime, we'll just knock it out right now. You- uh, we'll probably have a quick chat with Dulan, but that's about it. Yep. What about? Uh, I want to know more about what's wrong with me and if he can help fix it or fix my memory at the very least. Sure. Have he given you greater restoration no, before? No, because in Kreza's mind, his power comes from this sickness. So he's scared of losing it. But I've got a feeling he's so far gone that it won't even help anyway. Yeah, he can mention something. But then at the same time, if he gets a greater restoration, it might fix his memory, which it probably would. But it would probably knock him out for the day. Probably just wipe all of his spells and shit off for the day. Yeah, you go to Dulan. And he says, I have not spoken to you before too much. No, yes, I. Would you like me to look at you? Perhaps. I I woke up with no memory and very, very ill, as you can see. Um, You have the same disorder that the young dwarf lady and... Master Fintok had. Aye, but... But this is much more advanced. I'm afraid I cannot restore your true form. Ah, and he, a little bit of him just dies on the inside when he hears that. He's like, damn. But there is something. There is another voice. Yeah. A music. Yeah. That I can hear. It's awful. Your power is connected to this. Yeah. I cannot sever it. I'd, it's a crutch for me at the moment. I need it to survive, essentially, so that does not sadden me too much. Um, no, I do plan on getting rid of it one day. Uh, but can you help me gain my memories back? That I can try. Okay. Dulan's expression changes a bit. He reaches out his hand, going through you, your chest, past your amulet completely. Roll a charisma saving throw. Oh, shit. Just like inadvertently becomes a warlock of Moradin. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to fail this? Shit. I can't say. Because I got a plus seven on charisma. Uh, cocked. Nine. You re- really? Yes, two plus seven. It's good when the game... Let's things 
<laughs> the game gives a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Dulan possesses you. Oh, shit. And whoever's standing around Krez hears this voice come out. This is very intriguing. And you hear Dulan's voice coming from Krez's... Nope, I'm going. Bye. His inflection. <laughs> I can feel once more such power this one contains. He's like, I'm never letting go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here now? You, I'm assuming you rush over. Kabias leaves and then comes back. I, I, I run towards the gear. Yeah, you see Kabias <laughs> walk your way. He's like... <laughs> I, I can't do anything, but I'm not against this. And as Fintok, as you walk in, run in, Dulan, Krezis yeah. Dulan, looks at you and the feeling sort of subsides. He recognizes you, Fintok. Fintok. I was helping your friend here. Right. And that... I was able to enter his body. Is that what they call it? What are you doing in there? I have not done this before. R- right. And is I it want help- to help. Is it helping him? I will try. And Krezis just flops on the floor and his eyes roll back into his head and just flicker. <laughs> Anastasia runs over. What the hell? <laughs> What's du- going on? Dulan's just doing that episode of Rick and Morty where he goes into his friend's memory and finds a past version of himself. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm more imagining episode one of Chuck where he's looking at the screen oh, the of screen. the freaking images. Yeah. And then at the end he's like, here boom and like just passes out. <laughs> and Anastasia goes down and rolls a medicine. I I don't understand what's going on, but the spirit of Dulan is within Krez. Yeah. I can't say what's going on. I just hope that Dulan doesn't go nuts. He seems kind of weird acting kind of funny. I'm gonna I'm I gonna tr- I trust him. Yeah. Well, I trust him as much as I trust a dwarf, but We cannot Dulan would not do something bad, Vintok. Well he was once a We must watch and see fallible so- mortal, was he not? Well, yes, but I trust him, and we must trust in the the will of Moradin. I trust him, all right, but I'm still going to sidle up to the plinth of the armor to you get do. ready to steal it Okay. if uh, things go south. You wait for an hour. An hour. Krez doesn't stir. Do you keep waiting? I'm going to go up and try to wake him up. Krez is just like fitting on the floor. It's stopped now, but his eyes are flickering as if he's dreaming. How could it be if he had like the read thoughts? Spell. Oh, oh, but he doesn't. God. And Anastasia has speak with dead, but I don't think it's going to get to that point. <laughs> Speaks with dead at Krez. Yeah, kill him. And like, <laughs> Dulan starts speaking because he's dead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've been speaking with dead a lot. Hello. Mm-hmm. It is me, so Dulan Tholvi. Tobias Fintok, would you like to do some downtime? <laughs> just leave him writhing on the floor. Anastasia Morty, says... Morty, you're as dumb as they come. <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh. Anastasia sits back down next to Krez and just flips open her book. I can watch him if I just continue my research. All right. You find anything good in there? I've found some concerning things that I'm not quite... think I'm sure about first, but I will, I will get there. All right. Few, a few more days of downtime, I think I can manage it. Kabayas? Potion? Uh, potion seller? Yes, so... There's six days remaining. This is day one of six. Six days left. Yeah. 
And so I want to have one more health potion, one more fire resist potion. Sure. So that's two of the six days. Two days of temple exploration to look for things to restore or any artifacts that are okay, that'll be perhaps a qu- acquirable. That'll be a quest. And then uh, the rest of the time, if I can do more potion stuff, I probably will, depending on how the exploration goes. Sure. And are you planning to take others with you? Yes, I would like to. I'll go with you. Bintok, what are you doing for the two days of potion brewing? For the two days of potion brewing, I'll research some more. In where? I'll go back to the library. By yourself? Yeah. I don't care. Let's just take do Fug. it. Yeah, just Fug take Fug. Yeah, Fug will go with you. I want to look at more picture books. <laughs> yeah. What's he... He rolled a percentage dice. As you walk... You get attacked by more piercers. Yeah. He, he is... You are taking Fug with you, right? Yeah. Of course he is. It'd be silly not to. Well, he's not saying anything, so now I feel like Yes. He's... I'll take Fug with me. <laughs> if I have to... <laughs> it's a fucking battle. It's like the babysitting shift. Like, fucking... I'll take him with me. Jesus. Fine. <laughs> Please roll a d4. Oh, no. There's four of us. There's two of us. Four. Please roll D4 again. Roll one, you fuck. Four, Four again. again. Fuck. I was going to give you this one because it normally rolls ones and twos. Fintok and Fug, you walk through the tabernacle. Eight mind flayers surround you. <laughs> Can we just decide next time we go to the tabernacle, the, the temple... To not take this fucking route. <laughs> no, it's it's happening over the hour you're traveling. Yeah. It's just, there's monsters everywhere. I've told you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, we know all your secrets. So, Fintok. You've been saying you weren't eating the piercers, but we know we've been sneaking them out of the stew. <laughs> Fintok, you're walking in the plaza. Yes. You could help it. The eyeballs are delicious. And you and Fug trudging along. You see to the west against one of the buildings the familiar feathered form of a corby stalking along. Eight corbies. That's horrifying. That's fucked. A single corby is moving south across a little ridge and turns a corner. And begins to disappear. What do you do? I, I shush him. What? Shh. He's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Roll to four. You lucky <laughs> son of a bitch. What? 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 What is it? There's a corby up there. Dire corby up there. Where? We're going to smash it. Well, I don't know. There might be more of them. I think we should just try and move quietly past him. Okay. Stealth. Roll stealth. Man, if only we had passed without Wait, actually, no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. No. Did you see the result? No. no. Okay. I will use my Ooh. inspiration. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you want to give it to Fug? Yes, actually, I'll give it to Fug. <laughs> wink, wink. Give it to Fug. Because he's got the lowest stealth. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's well, okay. It's okay. It's, not it's the okay. He's got plus 10. I know. It's not that bad. Fug 12. Got, Fug got 14. And I got 12. Oh, jeez. What's their perception? Oh, jeez, Rick. 12. What's the average? Uh, 13. 13. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> the Corby, with a passive perception of under 13, does not 
notice you and you travel safely to the temple of Dagmaran. And you may start your downtime. Holy moly moly. I'm going to look for books about... Well, I'm going to look for pages about secret passages, like criminal uh, organizations, like secret passages, subterfuge. Criminal? Why would criminals put information in a book in the library no, no. of Dagmarin? Like after their a brain is over. A book written entirely in Thieves' Cant. <laughs> oh, yes. Why would that be you can't in? write in Thieves' Cant. <laughs> it's yeah, hands. It's yeah, hand signals. They don't draw little pictures of hands. It's, yeah, but it's also phrases and Like and Cockney, that. like Cockney rhyming yeah. slang. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I don't think it'll be in the Grand Library. What I'm saying is, like, histories of... Alright, roll. Of latter... History or investigation. Both of them are minus one. Yeah, we're both famous for our this investigation skills. Badly, I'll do this one. Two. <laughs> Unfortunately, your eight hours of study leaves you with nothing and you just get frustrated. Fug's happy because he's looking at all the nice pretty pictures, but you're just how do you, you're like fr- frustrated? What do you do? I, I I tear up some of the pages. <laughs> he's checking which, which pages I destroy. No, no, you've got eight hours. You just tear up a whole bunch of pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of it's already torn pages. You're piecing together. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't. This downtime was not fruitful for you, Fintok. And you, if you wish, you can travel back and you are not accosted once more. Yep. Or you can sleep in the library. <laughs> or you can sleep. No threat whatsoever. Exactly. But did you tell this to your companions? No. No. Moving back. Moving back. Move along, blue shadows. And you all go to sleep once more. We already know what Kavias is doing. This is now the second day. Krez wakes up. Who's <laughs> that? Is that what you're going to give us, Greg? <laughs> and Moradin, sorry, not Moradin, Dulan steps out and hovers over you once more. That was a fucking trip. And Kresis, you now retain all your memories. Hey! Just start speaking in German. thank <laughs> you. And we'll see you next week. Schnitzel. Holy crap, Chris. Holy shit. You did a thing. I did a thing. Now I have memories. And Dulan, while tempted, did not wear your body like a glove. Yes. I'm going to get inside you. I'm going to wear you like a glove. Your soul's mine now. But I haven't signed ah, anything yet. Check it out. Ow. My hat's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? It's my accent now. What are, you, what, are you, what are you blind? I thought it was part of your look. No. There's no door that way. That's the toilets. Mighty Bush, everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. So that was a rather more uneventful day. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Well, I thought I had a nice time with Dulan. Fintok tried to read books, failed twice. And what are we on? We're on... I'm sorry, audience, but we've still got five more days to go. We'll get through it. We know what Kobias is doing for the next day. I've laid it it out. We'll just see what Krez says and we'll see what Fintok wants to do. Anastasia is still researching and we will see you next week. What happens? We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear. You can follow us on NWTB Podcast or at NWT Bugbear for our Twitter. Please enjoy our Mothership one-shots. Find out on our YouTube. We will see you next time. Yeah, baby.
Get his theme. Is is the theme thief, 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 to the thief, thief, to the wall, to the thief climbs up my walls. Okay, <laughs> oh, you tieflings crawl. I'm cutting this. <laughs> Have some reverence. Have some respect. <laughs> like it's yeah, that's pretty funny, but I agree. <laughs> I thought it was fucking great. And I'll go to the toilet. <laughs> Just be like as. As you walk into, like, the, if you anyone walks into the kitchen area, they'll just see a, a, a rope hanging from the it's ceiling, rope, and from it, and from it is hanging. Ooh, now some, there's three of us, <laughs> and from it is hanging some pierces that he's drying out. Yeah, for, for piece of jerky, a little a little apron that just says "Kiss the Chef." Yeah, kiss me, I'm fugly. <laughs> I, uh, that's a good one. Oh fuck yes. That's some like smiling friends level cuts right there. <clears throat> Finish your drink? Yeah. <laughs> Finish your reading. Oh, that must have been the the the, the Renaissance guys. What is it? The, um... Oh, the Renaissance men. They uh, yeah. came into town finally. Yeah. Who was that? Oh, that, that must have been the Renaissance men. <laughs> but they're not even from the Renaissance period. <laughs> Just say you don't know. <laughs> Pam, I'm literally the extent of my knowledge. I said the, I said the Renaissance men were coming to town. <laughs> literally, I, I, know as much, I know as much as you, man. <laughs> Best fucking argument ever. Food? Did, did if you do that again, I'm going to punch you. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Finish your food. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your food. You've just started. Try not to do into the mic because it's disgusting. What would, you, what would you do if I just grabbed a grain wave right now? I'd well, slap you like... physically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- take it off the table. That's empty. I'm still okay. recording. Straight back into it.